Hello and welcome to Off Their Shelf Reviews. I really wish I'd watched this back in the day. And I'm Gary, and today we're going to review and discuss Bio Zombie, which released in 1998 from writers Matt Chow, Man Sing So, and Wilson Yip, and directed by Wilson Yip. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Well, the story follows Woody Invincible and Crazy B, a couple of shop owners in a Hong Kong mall that pirate movies. They have accidentally run over a guy and in trying to save his life with a bottle of Lucasade, infect him with a crazy zombie virus. He follows them all the way to the shopping mall and infects a bunch of people, George A. Romero, Dawn of the Dead style. So this is a film that completely went under the radar for me. Yep. I'm a zombie fan. Mm, yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't usually go to Hong Kong cinema for my zombie film horrors films at all. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really know much about this director. Only when I looked him up, I went, oh, okay, I've actually seen some of this guy's later stuff. Yes. Uh, because this is the same uh, director as the Ip Man movies yes. with Donnie Yen. Yeah. And I think like the last one was the fourth one, 2019. So you know, yeah. quite a successful formula successful movie series yeah uh, but yeah going all the way back to biozombie never heard of this film although apparently it did also release under the title hong kong zombie uh, uh, but yeah, yeah also never heard of that one either nope <laughs> so this was a bit of a surprise like i'm i like my zombie genre i've seen almost every zombie tv show yeah. movie video game that has these basic creatures in them and this one was different <laughs> but I will say, okay, so this is a zombie comedy. Yeah. And the one thing that I needed to double check because I was getting I was getting a little bit you know, again, this film's not exactly hitting those high notes yeah, right yes, now. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I need to treat this like like Hong Kong attempting to make a Tromaville movie. You know? And yeah. then I was like and it kind of works when I was in that mentality. So if that is kind of your flavour, you may actually enjoy parts of Biozombie. And the one thing that I also kept reminding myself was this is six years yeah. before Shaun of the Dead. And Shaun of the Dead is the one that everyone kind of looks to, is the one that revitalized the zombie genre and also put a spin on it, making it funny. Yeah. You know, we've had our Return of the Living Deads and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. So we've had our fun with the zombies, but I just thought maybe this film should deserve a little bit more credit for when it was actually attempted, despite maybe the shortcomings of this film, which we'll get into. I like, you know, I was going to hate on this movie. I found it boring. I found it lame. I found it a complete waste of my time. I kept thinking of other terrible zombie movies that I could compare this movie to. But now you've completely just put a spin on it for me where... If I think of it as like a trauma movie, it works as kind of a trauma movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I if I imagine Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright and fucking Nick Frost had been sat there on a Friday night smoking and drinking and uh, fucking Simon Pegg's like, look, I got Hong Kong zombie. Let's watch it. <laughs> and they watch it. And Edgar Wright's taking notes like two guys uh, working in a shop. Zombies around. Guy saves his girlfriend. Oh, like. 
Yeah. <laughs> in that aspect, it kind of works. But at the same time, oh my god, you got to fucking reach. Yeah. you got to fucking reach to fucking make it. Now, there's one thing I do quite like about the opening of this film, is that you're going to think <laughs> like you're watching a pirated copy of the film yes! to begin with. Yes! And it's kind of an inside... It's like a joke that the director wanted to put in there. Yeah. That, uh, Chinese people may tend to like pirating or bootlegging their movies. <laughs> yes. Quite a popular thing. And so it was a joke that the film that you were watching had been bootlegged yeah. by the two people, the two that, people. Th that are leading this film because they are also running a DVD or a bootleg shop in the mall. Yes. To which sort of our real introduction to these characters are when... We have a customer who's yelling at them because the film that he bought from them <laughs> oh, was yeah. missing the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they end up assaulting this guy, feeding him some porn and kicking them out of the store. Yeah. So I was like, okay, th this is our this is our two lead characters here. This is, this is who we're going to be rooting for when the zombies come. <laughs> yeah, we've got Jordan Chan who plays Woody and Sam Lee who, who plays Crazy B. And I couldn't really get behind them because i don't know maybe it's the time that the movie came out and maybe it's the comedy that they have back in hong kong but you know gary and i watched it and you know in the original voices so we had the subtitles and it was just like they over exaggerated everything they were saying they were acting over the top and they weren't really even acting that good so everything was just hitting 12 for no points you know like woody and 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 B, they like I said they part of the movie, and then they they go into the shop, and we spend a lot of our time around the corridors of this tiny little kind of shopping center thing, and practically it's all tiny little shops and lots of mirrors, so you get really disorientated really quickly on how big this place is or exactly oh, where they're going. You know, we also follow a, like careful my my chinese is like absolutely terrible so we've got i think it's lei or loi the the sushi cook you know and he's there and he's got these two girls rose played by angela tang and and her friend jelly and they are just using him for food you know he doesn't allow them to pay he even gives them extra vouchers so that they get less and less money off and they just come so i was kind of wanting to get behind him because the two other main guys were just doing my fucking nutting but as the movie developed i'm like okay if i like gary said if i imagine this is a trauma movie and these two main guys are like paulie shaw and the baldwin from fucking biodome then then yeah then it kind of gets a pass it kind of gets a pass <laughs> kind of so, the crux of the zombies in this film is that there is a shady government organisation. <laughs> yeah. There's some people in suits, basically. Suits. And they push this guy, or this guy gets pushed into this container. I don't know really what happens to well, him. Well, they're trying to buy it. They, they, these guys in suits, one of them selling this Lucasade <laughs> filled with bile juice from the Afghan-American war. Like, did they, did, like, did, did, did the writers just really hate Lucasade? I, I, did Lucasade like, well, it's part sponsor of the this film? It's part <laughs> of the know. joke, like isn't it? It's soda that's going to kill you or turn you into a zombie. Yeah, and, and they say, look, here's the proof. Now, we don't see the zombie, and that's some of the problem of this movie, is that you don't really see a lot of the effects. And when you do, you go, 
<laughs> now, maybe back in 1998, I'd have been like, Woo, yeah, that's amazing. Let's make effects. But I've seen like fucking 10 years of The Walking Dead since then. And I'm looking at these. Well, you can't, like I said, you can't see this guy in the cage. This this guy accidentally falls to him and you don't even see him die. You just see body parts throw off of camera. Well, there's that big fountain of blood that goes... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, so we're going Dead Evil Dead 2 style. style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the, like, uh, when I was looking it up, the, they did say, oh, yeah, it pays homage to George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead by bl placing it in a mall. Um, and obviously <laughs> they, they pay homage uh, and It's pretty parody. easy to pay homage to George Romero <laughs> these days, isn't it? <laughs> Just get a camera. <laughs> yeah. And they parody a lot of Brain Dead. And I was like, oh, okay. But when you, when you take this movie and you compare it to Brain Dead, I mean, Peter Jackson was fucking Oscar winning his zombie movie in 19, what, 92? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and these guys are six years later and they just are not hitting it very well. No, no. <laughs> We follow Woody and B. They've got to go pick up their boss's car. So there's like this whole joke with some mechanics where they're looking at the mechanic's nutsack and it's like really big. So they throw a cockroach up there and then he goes to start a fight with them and their buddies turn up and it. Like I said, the over-exaggeration of the voices. It was like, it reminded me of Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, you know yeah. how Stephen Chow well, yeah, does exactly. it? Yeah, it, it's like those those characters as well, though, yeah. where they're like, they want to be triads. They want to be respected yes, and feared. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they don't have any of it, you no. know? And so the moment they're confronted or outnumbered, they back down immediately. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're sorry. We just want to get a boss's car again. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. We won't mess with you anymore. And so the, when they're driving the boss's car back at night, you know, Woody's giving B shit that he didn't back him up. And B's like, I had a machete. You know, I would have backed you up immediately. I'm going to kill somebody. I'm telling you, it's my thing i got to do. And they accidentally hit one of the survivors who's escaped from the zombie escaping with the Luke's <laughs> bomb. And so they come across the body and they're just like, oh, man, do you need some help? And he's like, soda, soda. So Beast is like, oh, I'll get the Luke's and give him a drink. And we're like, oh, no. And this is where a police uh, uh, officer comes riding down on his bike. Yeah. And they prop this guy up with a cigarette and like, yeah, way too much to drink. We'll get him home. We'll be fine, yeah. officer. Yeah. And so, yeah, they put him in the back of the car. They take him to the mall. And, and then they, they leave him. They leave him. Yeah, they forget. They actually go off and they're playing House of the Dead or something. And on like, the same hey, side, did, yeah. Didn't we forget something? <laughs> oh, yeah. They rush to the back of the car. They open I'm like, there's smoke coming out of the back of the car. Yeah. I was like... I hope there's an explanation like, he, for that. Uh, yeah, and then I, when it opens up, I'm like, was there some kind of metamorphosis occurring in here? Yeah, because it's like he's melted the boot. Right. But we don't see any kind of effect like that in the rest of the film. No. Like, no. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, it's toxic. So we've also had this bit of a, a thing between Woody, B, uh, Jelly and Rolls. Because... The guys needed some money, so they thought it would be a really good idea to try to rob Rolls in the toilet. So they, um, well, fucking B goes the killer because he wants to murder somebody, and and Woody puts a bucket on her head and then spins her around, and they steal her money and they steal her ring and they push her and they run off. And then there's this whole pretend thing where he, uh, Woody's like, "Oh no, I was in the shop the whole time and I didn't do anything." So Rolls comes up with the idea of dragging them to the sushi bar to ply them with sake and food and get them to admit under drunkenness that they robbed there. And so they go there and, and Loy, Lay, 
the um the the sushi owner he's really upset because she's flirting with woody and woody's flirting back and he kind of loved her and blah 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 and then we're coming back to the fucking security guard in the car park wandering <laughs> around you know there was that stupid jump scare where he's like i'm signing in ha 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 i scared you b and the zombie grabs him and pulls him underneath the car and you don't see any more no. you know other than another blood spray and you're like okay two deaths and it's really poor. Two deaths in almost like... Half an hour more now. Yeah. yeah. And it's an hour and a half movie. So this whole and hour better be the most fucking amazing hour I'm going to see. Spoilers, it's not. No. Because <laughs> no. we end up with these two in the bathroom trying to have sex. Yeah. But then they get interrupted by uh, by, by, by Lei, Lei, who had already been bitten in the other cubicle by, by a zombie. And he's like, there's a monster in there. Stop having sex. Come and see the monster. Yeah. So they follow him into the other bathroom and uh, and uh, Woody does the jump scare when he opens the store and says, there's nothing there. And then yeah. there's another store. And then and then Crazy Bee jumps out and does a jump scare. Oh. Oh. <sighs> you just say, okay, okay. But like, again, like, I... I even though I didn't find it particularly funny, I wasn't jump scared or anything, I still just liked the interplay but yeah, between yeah, these two. I, I get that, but it's, like I said, maybe it's just my my poor experience of having so many better movies over this time. Like I said, if I'd watched it back now, I'd be like, oh, these two guys were really funny, but it was just, it's all this build-up. And I, I just feel like the build-up towards the zombie stuff, the, like the movie's fucking called Bio-Zombie or Hong Kong Zombie or fucking Zombie Something. And I've seen two zombies in almost fucking 40 minutes and no major deaths. Well, to be fair, it's like I think in like in the film time, it had gone 10 o'clock, so yeah. they were supposed to have shut them all ages ago anyway. Well, we're getting the little timestamps, yeah, showing us over the night. Um, and we've also got, I think, like I said, I... Apologies for my Chinese. I think it's Wayne Lei playing Q or K, um, a mobile shop owner. And he's there with his wife. And he's constantly belittling his fucking wife. I was doing my nutting. I mean, this film is filled with horrible characters. Yes. By his wife and the sushi chef, which yeah. are probably the two nicest characters. Yeah. But, like, we've already saw the sushi chef get bitten straight away and start turning into a zombie. So we're just like, this film don't give yeah. a fuck and I, and I'm, what your morality is. That's it. And I'm pretty sure that wife is going to get it because she doesn't seem like the type of woman who can stand up for herself at this point. But they try to sell the military mobile phone to the, to the, fam, to the husband and wife. Um, and then the zombie decides that he's going to get the phone. Well, there was a, 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 little, a nice little joke there. I mean, I, I might be wrong because it was written in Chinese, but the numbers went up. Right, but right, right. Basically, they talk him, They, the phone guy talks him down the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the moment they settle on a price, he swaps them for more expensive numbers. So he basically tricked them. Right. And I was like, it just went to show how dubious this guy is and also how dumb our two leads are as well. Right, right. But what about the zombie and the phone? Why yeah, I don't know why the zombie went back for his phone. I don't what, know. What, it's a, what, I guess it's a like, smart zombie. Is it? Because like he, when it cuts to the first person view of the zombies, it's a fucking... It's just black and white all over the screen and you really can't see anything. And I'm like, how are these zombies supposed to fucking see stuff? And when you see the effects on their face, I'm like, are they radioactive? Are they mutant zombies? Like... What is the basis of this? 
I do have to give Crazy B the credit. I mean, he gets a couple of bonus points from me for constantly pulling out a Game Boy Snap. Right. And constantly wanting to use it for cameraing and stuff. I mean, I love a Game Boy and I always wanted one of those cameras on the top. Yeah, yeah. And he's just fucking using it all the time. Um, and Lay mutates or churns or whatever he does as a zombie. And he... Well, he, he's turning and... and Rose takes him into her little shop to try to take care of him and he ends up killing her friend and then kidnapping Rose and taking her back to his sushi shop and along the way other zombies have obviously been made by the other zombies that are out there and he's like chopping up fingers and putting them on sushi rice to feed to the zombies. Like, then, he's a smarter zombie right. than the other but guy. But then he also gives one to her yeah. and she pretends to be a zombie, starts eating this awful effect yeah. And then she vomits it out and the zombie's like, oh! Ah! <laughs> so, like, Woody and B have come across the fact that there's zombies and Mr. and Mrs. K have come across the fact that there's zombies and they're all running around avoiding the zombies. And like I said, you get disorientated of how big this mall is or where they're going because they seem to be everywhere well, you, but then you on the same get, floor. You've got this other whole subplot that's occurred at this point as well where when they realise that the phone had been stolen, yeah. he threatens to call the cops. That's right. And the they're like, okay, no, up. you don't don't call the cops. And he's like, okay, I won't. But then the security guard turns up and went, no, I called the cops. And yes. they're like, you idiot, we were about to go home. Then the cops turn up and they're... We, well, there's a couple of cool like visual moments where they do this sort of comic book split down the middle of the screen and we yeah. see both conversations occurring only to realise that it's actually one shot and I'm like isn't the idea that you separate the two of them to question them which <laughs> yeah. is what it's implied which but, was the joke because yes, neither of their yeah. stories lined matched up matched anyway right <laughs> so yeah and uh, but then they end up getting handcuffed and, and arrested while the security and the police are trying to monitor what's going on yeah and yeah, yeah, we, I kind of, again, we're like, okay, this security guard, he seems okay, seems decent, and then straight away gets attacked by a zombie and killed. Yeah. Like, okay, any any character in this film that you think is a decent person, they're going to die immediately. Yeah. And, uh, and we have an okay action scene. Now, I think the gore is pretty weak, but some of the gunshots and explosions and blood going everywhere was... Actually, not too bad. It, yeah, but it was kind of parody-ish. But, like, but yeah, it's a comedy. It is yeah, a parody. No, it's satire. It is stupid. I know, I know. But it's... <laughs> tonally, for me, tonally, the movie was all over the place. Like, one moment it's trying to be serious because of the zombies. Next yeah. minute it's trying to be serious because of the characters. Next minute it's making but, fun but, of but them. But that's what zombie birth. comedies tend to, tend to have done since this, too. I, I know. And maybe that's why, in retrospect, Shaun of the Dead is more superior Perfected more well-known. Like, I swear, if maybe somebody should... I, I'm pretty sure somebody said to us back in the day, you should watch Bio Zombie, and we didn't. You know, we were like, ah, no. Or maybe I'm pretty sure, like, maybe you turned to me and went, no, don't watch it, look shit. And I, but, like, by the time, by this point in the movie, we're like almost an hour into the movie and I was just so fucking bored because even the deaths just weren't anything to write home about and say, oh, that's amazing. Like, one of the security guards sees Lei, goes down to him, finds him kind of, Obviously, in the sushi bar with with the girl, um, and he and and Lay starts to scratch him, because that's what zombies do, you know. Scratch. He's gonna scratch him to death because he's a smarter <laughs> zombie than everybody else, 
you know, you get that moment where the zombie kind of bites the security guard in the room and Ox, the big zombie, gets fucking knocked down as well. And so now we've got to sit here for what feels like fucking 10 minutes while we're trying to escape from the handcuffs. Yeah. You know, and Crazy Bee's getting the key and he escapes himself and they can't get fucking uh, Woody out in time so they've got to chop the table. And so now we're watching Woody run around with the computer screen in him, which I probably <laughs> edited it wrong so I've, you know, you've already seen it and you're thinking, why is he carrying a computer now? I've explained <laughs> you it. You the scene where Crazy Bee goes down the banisters, gets a nut shot right at the end. He was flying over as the thing lands next to him. But they, but they all get into one shot. Yeah. And, and and Woody decides that he's going to go out and try to rescue Jelly. Or he, he's trying to find a phone that works. Because Mr. K's not going. Fuck him. He's not doing anything. Well, he also just sacrificed this lady as well that was on the elevator that was overweight because there were too many people in there. So well, it pushed well, her out. Well, that's when they that's when they escaped the second time. Oh, yes. You know, yeah, because yeah. they're all sat there and they eat noodles for a bit. And the wife's... The wife gives the husband the wrong noodles. She gives it to B, and B starts to fancy her. And then the husband takes her noodles, or no, she gives him her noodles because he throws his on the floor. So B gives his to the <laughs> wife, and so the husband throws his noodles again on the floor. And so I just like, where the fuck are the zombies? You know, like what the other thing I kept asking is why are there so many zombies? <laughs> this mall was shut hours ago. Where are all these zombies coming from? And some of them were in the bar, and they're just. <laughs> background characters and like we said fucking woody has actually come across the sushi bar and rescues jelly and takes her back to the shop um and they're all in this shop and they decide that they're going to try and make a run for it they've got to try to escape i'm like finally for fuck's sake like like i know it's a comedy but even so they're trying to do serious things that yeah. you would attempt to do in a zombie apocalypse and try to make weapons and fight it should just be comedy. Remember that part in Dawn of the Dead where they start slapping pies in the zombies' faces? Yes. That's fucking zombie comedy in a serious fucking tone. <laughs> this, the voices, the exaggeration, the even basic plot line was just so monotonous and lame. I just started to lose it. Like, I, I felt bad about B not knowing about, or not telling Woody about his birthday. But it doesn't really even come up until later on where something bad happens and it's like okay i had all that build up and it really didn't go anywhere yeah yeah i like see where you're coming from yeah yeah but that's that's it it's just like each moment in this film or each sequence in this film you're either going to like parts of it or not but it does i found move at a pretty good pace yeah you know and 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 there's enough little moments of flair of creativity in there that makes things a little bit interesting or catches you off guard like the moment where he picks up the gun it pops up on on the screen like reload <laughs> he grabs the phone it's like battery dead yeah I'm like okay there's like all these little video game moments and then we That's get it. then we get the full full-on video game like graphics <laughs> as these characters are spinning on the screen with their stats and bios on the left side yeah like, what is what has this film become all of a sudden as we're like what's the life expectancy of each of these characters as they're now going to try and escape yeah and yeah well, the, uh, the the phone guy and his wife, they don't get very far. No, they he... end up on one floor of the elevator and they both end up being pulled away by zombies. And they hold hands. They lock hands as they're being pulled away to the point where she ends up pulling her husband's arm off and gets bitten on the side. Yeah. Whilst the husband then also gets bitten somewhere. You know, 
It's the thing that always annoys me the most about nearly all zombie stuff. Even, even The Walking this. Dead does yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. it really grinds my gears. Is when zombies just gyrate on top of people, going ah, ah. pretending to bite and feed. But is that it's the so point of this movie? Because it's a comedy. You know that they're so they're not really biting; they're snuggling. Like he's <laughs> the husband spent like five minutes hid behind down the side of a vending machine because he's such a fucking coward. Yeah, and then he only came out towards the end to redeem himself because he'd already like Gary said he'd already pushed one woman off and killed her, so everybody had separated, got annoyed by him, and then his wife pulls his arm off, and it's not even really great in effect, you <laughs> no. know, because you only see it for a second, and then she pulled off side. She gets her blouse ripped open, which was kind of cool. And then Crazy B turns up to try and save her, but yeah. he also he gets, gets bitten bit. trying to save her. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, B's got bit. So you know he's going to die because everybody who's been bitten in this movie has, has, has pretty much died. Um, and it, Woody and, and Rose, who are pretty much our only last two survivors, take B off to the security room because they need to open up the fucking gates so that they can try to escape. And there's this whole kind of sad moment, which was which was nice. But I mean, how hard is it to fucking do a sad moment in a zombie apocalypse, regardless <laughs> right. if it's comedy or not? You know, and and B's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be one of them. You're gonna have to shoot me because I don't want to be a zombie. But you need to take my photo because obviously in China for my they, funeral they yeah. put a photo there to show it. So he gets the Game Boy out and he goes to take the photo. But he's like, make sure you also put a, a knife or or and a, and a straw man or a paper man in my coffin because I want to kill someone Somebody... in the afterlife. Yeah, still. like. And what was <laughs> what was incredibly shocking is that just before he does kind of die, he gets pulled through a window by Ox, the fucking giant zombie that yeah, we see. He gets his back but broken. His back broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's like again the moment you're like, oh, it's really sad. And the film just goes, yeah, well, fuck that okay. guy, break him. I mean, it was cool that Woody kind of pulled that guy's head off. Yeah, you really don't see much, but no, it was just a, a cool... few blood, blood sprays on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> And so Woody shoots B to make sure he doesn't come back. And there's this br bright red fucking flash on the screen to make <laughs> it emphasize there was death there. Um, and Rolls and Woody make their way down to the car park. And one of the things that fucking annoys me about fucking low budget zombie movies is when it's like you have all of the zombies wandering around and then just before the final, they're all in that final area because yeah. you can look and go, oh look, it's all the zombies I've pretty much been I mean, watching. Don't for the forget the sushi chef's also there to save the day as he's opening the gate. Yeah. And then not like, only that, he also manages to get behind the car and help jumpstart it up the hill. And what, hap and what appears is the zombies are eating him. Yeah, because they realise that he's a traitor this whole time. Traitor zombie. <laughs> well, yeah. and then it's not all sunshine and rainbows no, as our heroes not. escape into the night. They end up driving into a gas station and uh, they're dehydrated and exhausted. And he's like, here, drink this LucasAid. I'm going to go and... Oh, I'm going to watch this news. Yeah. Oh, what it? Zombies are everywhere now? Yeah. Oh, 
Don't it, drink the soda. It's in the soda? Oh. Uh, well, I best get in the car and finish off that soda then. Cause... Well, well, it was kind of a sad little thing. Because it is. He, he's realised that she's done that and that she's dead. And he's kind of fallen for her. And they've been through all this whole thing. And so it's like him kind of shooting himself, isn't it? Yeah, he decides, exactly. Oh, exactly. fuck it. It's my, over. My, my, it's over. And he's Friends dead. It. World's dead. We're dead. And, and the camera goes up and that's the end of the movie. And I'm like... Oh, it's a really downbeat ending. Yeah, for a light zombie comedy. Yeah. Like, imagine if Shaun of the Dead had ended like that. Return of the Living Dead ends that way. Yeah, but that's why I prefer Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I prefer Part 1. I prefer sad, melancholy ending. I mean, Return of the Living Dead Part 3 is more fucking sad (laughs) than both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian, do you have any favourite or memorable scenes from this? I have a couple... I mean, the jokes were pretty fucking lame, but at the same time, like I said, by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, they're kind of like Paulie Shaw and, and the Baldwin from fucking Biodome. So, like, the whole joke at the mechanics where they're talking about the mechanics nutsack being like a fist, you know, and they decide to throw a cockroach up there, and that leads to, like, the little fight was kind of funny because it's the way that it gets to a point where they're about to fight and he's just like, oh, we'll put the weapons down. And so they drop the weapons and he's like, oh, one at a time. And so the first guy steps up and he's like, oh, I'm really, really sorry. So it's like, like it says, Stephen Chow, Kung Fu Hustle, talking to all the people uh, wanting the fight. Um, I did like the, the comic book shot with the mirrors, you know, and they're interviewing B and Woody and the two character stories not even matching up. You know, it's like, oh, that was a cool effect and a, a great point but it's like for fuck's sake this is like 40 45 fucking minutes into the movie this should be knee deep in blood guts and fucking zombies at this point i'm not i'm watching this comedy motif of two guys being interviewed the guy were arguing with his wife over noodles like it was kind of funny the way he got his noodles and then realized that she'd given him away his favorite flavor so he throws it on the floor and then she gives him hers and B gives hers to him and and it's like a whole <laughs> husband wife fucking hatred moment it was kind of funny but once again where the fuck are the zombies everyone grab a weapon and the character select screen where they're kind of posing. It made me kind of want to play Dead Rising. Sure, yeah. You yeah. know, I was like, yeah, I can kind of see where the people That made me want to play here. Resident Evil 1, the original. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose the, the, like, the back break, you know, it was something that I didn't actually expect. And it did make me feel for B at this point. Um, like, I felt sad. Everything had led to him just being fucking annihilated. I, like, I wish the characters had been expanded a bit more, but I had to go with what the fuck I had. <laughs> um honestly no favorite scenes wow it's very rare yeah that i'll have no favorite scenes um but honestly there was no one moment in the film that stood out no gore effect that made no. me go that was worth making sure i told everybody about there was no sequence there was no camera trickery or edit or musical flair or anything that made me go that's the the moment yeah, to watch this to film. watch this movie there was no one moment like that but there was lots of little moments in the background or a character's reaction or a twinkle in the eye of like the kind of in-joke of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of cropped up here and there. They made me go, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, like <clears throat> there's no no grand, grand sequence in the film that I could really get behind. So yeah, sadly, no, no favorite scenes for me today. Ian, do you recommend BioZombie? I do don't recommend Bio Zombie. Um, and like I said at the beginning, I kind of wish I'd seen this 
uh, back in the day in 1998. Uh, immediately, as soon as it came out, any later than that, I reckon it would have just gone off. It would have just lost its touch. Um, it's it's aged badly. The effects are badly. The acting is bad. The script writing is kind of bad as well. Like I, if I was to compare this to zombie movies, because I could compare it to any shit movie, but people are like, no, it's not that kind of genre. You got to stick to zombie movies. If I've got to compare it, then I would compare it to Survival of the Dead. You know, it's on that kind of fucking level. Like Gary said, there's no standout moment. You know, when I think of a mall. If I'm going to think of a comedy more, I'll think chopping more. You yeah, know when a yeah, woman yeah. gets shot in the fucking head and her head explodes? Yeah, right. That's a standout moment. This movie didn't have any of that. Like, it's like we sit there and go, the Resident Evil movies are bad. I'd take Resident Evil 4, 5, 6, still not final chapter, over Biozombie. You know, like, Welcome to Raccoon City. It's got some standout moments compared to Bar Zombie. Oh, God, it does. I, it does, <laughs> mate. It does. I, like I said, I, I apologise. I should have watched this back in the day. But it is, it's, it's not good. No. No. Well, despite my misgivings with this film, I am actually going to be recommending Biozombie. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a kind of fun, offbeat comedy film. Zombie comedy film. Yeah. However, I mean, i got to say, this recommendation is for those looking for shit. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. For a Hong Kong trauma mixed with a splash of more rats and brain dead. You know, I found it surprisingly entertaining. And this is largely comes down to the two leads, Jordan Chan and Woody as as Woody Invincible and Sam Lee as Crazy B. Yeah, they worked really well together. Great interplay, decent performances and reactions with good comedic timing. They were funny and they needed to be endearing despite being morally questionable. So we root for them when the zombies shake things up. Yeah. But the zombies themselves, the effects range from serviceable to awful, cheap. And it's very inconsistent throughout. Yeah. The gore looks amateur in parts, but it shows some good attempt. But it's really nothing special. The music, cinematography, editing is also just serviceable. Nothing special. It didn't have to be, though, really, because the characters were interesting and the tone was fun overall, despite a few emotional scenes. Watch this. If you've seen all the Return of the Living Deads and Brain Deads and wondered what Dawn of the Dead would look like in Hong Kong with two wannabe triad Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Thanks for watching Off The Shelf Reviews.